This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Did you know that you don't need a law degree? You actually don't even need a college degree to be a Supreme Court justice? Pretty amazing when you think about it. What do you need to know? Constitution? Case law? I don't know. What are these qualifications? I never really looked into it. I mean, you'd presume that would be, you know, something in that direction. I suppose you'd want to build some kind of credibility. I don't know. You look at the selection process. It's a little bizarre, isn't it? How does it's like a very mystical this panel of judges that we put so much faith in, the, the, the strong arm of the government. I don't know about that, but interesting, right? You don't even need to be, need to, don't even need to be a lawyer. And that's the case, uh, I know, pretty sure here in Pennsylvania, uh, I know local magistrates don't need to be lawyers, pretty sure. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, common pleas lawyers did not, uh, uh, judges did either, as well as any Commonwealth judges. I really don't know. I have to check into that maybe. I don't think you do. Some state, I think there's two states left. You don't even need to be a have a law degree to be a lawyer, which I believe California might be one of them. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on any of this, actually. Don't quote me on anything now that I think about it. Just trying to share some interesting information. You know, it's Thursday. A uh, little problem posting the podcast yesterday. It was on this end. No conspiracy there. But uh, we got that fixed up. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know what to say about all that. New lawsuit in this country every 30 seconds. Every 30 seconds. It sounds like a lot, right? I don't know. I'm getting ready to file a lawsuit. Hired this company to install some new doors for me. And uh, maybe I'll get into the, the, the topics of that. We'll see how the court case goes first, eh? I'm going to be representing myself, speaking of uh, lawyers without training. Not to say that I don't have a little experience around a courtroom, because I do. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to go in my favor. Mm, Pretty sure it is, actually, without even going to court. That's my prediction. Bold, right? I'll let you know when it happens. It's going to be a little while. Here's the the other one I wanted to mention. 69% of firefighters in this country are volunteer. And here's something I really want to point out to you. This is, is going to paint the most telling picture of the racism in this country. It really is. Now, I don't have a, a breakdown of this, the demographic breakdown of paid firefighters versus unpaid firefighters. And just to be clear, completely upfront, this is an area that I know just a teeny little itsy bitsy bit about firsthand, okay? First of all, there's a real problem in a lot of areas around the country getting volunteers these days. I know here in Pennsylvania, Ah, oh, the, the, the cost and training that somebody has to go through just to begin, you know, wrapping up hoses and stuff. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's nuts, you know, what people have to do, and they're not even getting paid for it. Not like the old days. Hey, hey, we call you up. Can you hold a hose? Yeah, I can hold a hose. All right. Yeah, like I could do something like that. You say, hey, if we, need, if we were really in trouble, Chris, you know, if we called you at 2 o'clock in the morning because you know, the whole town was going to burn down, you know, could you sling some, some water? Could you... Yeah, I could do that. Not anymore. No, no, no. Let it burn, I suppose. I don't know if anybody's going to stop you from helping, but you're not going to get on a fire truck, I'll tell you that. But here's the other thing that struck me. At least in our area, and I never really heard anybody talk about this, 
uh, it's just something I've noticed in my travels, and that is that at least in my area, which uh, we're outside of Philadelphia, is is not I don't I, predominantly white. I don't know what that means. There's plenty of uh, uh, you know mixed ethnicity here. The uh, volunteer fire companies are largely white. Uh, I can't remember the yeah I can't remember the last time I saw a black volunteer fire company. I take that back. Actually, here in our town, there's at least one that I know of. Uh, so put it this way. The ratio of minorities to whites on the volunteer fire that are volunteering to fight fires is not consistent with the democratic demographic breakdown. They're not doing it. They're not stepping up to do it. They're not well, probably because they feel what unwelcome. I'm sure I can imagine. Maybe this part of it. I don't know. Maybe somebody somebody should ask. So then you have that demographic. And by the way, it wouldn't surprise me uh, that it's a little bit tight-knit group, you know, no disrespect, but firefighters could be a little quirky, too. You know, this, I know it's very politically uh, or whatever, uh, you know, unpopular to say something like that. And there's plenty of uh, nonsense going on in the, in the firehouses, and if you're a fireman, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of these guys are a little out there in a lot of ways. Pretty serious about a lot of things, I guess you could say. I'll stop there. How's that? Look, I want to support the fire companies, certainly the volunteer fire companies. I think it's incredible. Especially today, you know, you don't have good heroic fires anymore. They're like going in and alarm trips and smoke damage and garbage. Like, none of this is fun stuff. You know, worry about getting on video and, you know, everything goes with it today. But if the demographic breakdown of the volunteer firefighters is predominantly white, as I've observed in my limited, you know, whatever, travels, a couple fire companies maybe. I wonder what that case is in the breakdown for the paid firefighters. What does that tell you? If it's true, it tells you that minorities, on average, are a hell of a lot smarter than white people. They're like, I'm going to hold out and get paid. I'm going to put myself out here going through all this hocus-pocus, thousand hours of training, buying my own equipment or whatever, and then i got to do a bake sale to put keep heat in the firehouse. And not even get paid when I run out there. And some of these guys work some incredible hours. I don't blame them. (laughs) Interesting, right? Very interesting. Did you know politics started in the firehouse? Check with Ben Franklin. I'll tell you all about it. All right. I'm feeling pretty good today. I was a little riled up in the last podcast yesterday's, which didn't get posted till today. Let's not get too confusing. This cold, this lingering cough is killing me. I feel pretty decent. My throat is sore. My tonsils are like on fire. I don't think I have tonsillitis or anything like that. I really don't think it's COVID. I don't know. But I am feeling pretty good otherwise. If I have to, have to, if you hear me cough or something like that, that's what's going on. If my voice sounds a little funny. I'm struggling a little bit. We'll see. Hopefully I can uh, keep it together here for the rest of this. So the big story today going on, the FAA had to ground all the, all the planes uh, in the country. Nothing like this ever happened since September 11th. I don't think it was very long. Maybe a couple hours or something like that. And the computer failure that led to this really wasn't, um, I, I don't know why it was such a security risk or why it would necessarily stop operations while they fixed it. But uh, perhaps there was concerns about it going further, which I believe might have been the case. Now, just to be clear, so we can get through the fact checkers here, that the official story, the official report from the government, from the media, from science, right? The official report is that it was not hackers. They specifically said not hackers. 
Why would they specifically say that? Probably because it was hacked, I'm guessing. Uh, in the meantime, not our airports. Obviously, like I said, the government says, the government speaks, the government is. It was not a hack. However, uh, staff of The Guardian recently, that's a, a news outlet, if you don't know, very popular. It goes on behind the scenes, kind of uh, not really distributed heavily to the public. I don't think, I don't think I could be wrong about that. I think it's uh, whatever, you know, reader supported or whatever. I don't know too much about it. But anyway, uh, the company's information was hacked. And uh, they got passport, bank, salary information of the staff. Interesting. Passport and bank information, I guess you could get from the payroll records? Like all that stuff hasn't been hacked already? So that's getting hacked. Meanwhile, uh, United Kingdom, and that was a while ago, by the way. Uh, that, I think that was about a month ago. So that wasn't like it was today. but uh, Or at the same time, I should say. But the... Uh, England post office system unable to send letters and parcels overseas after cyber incident. Cyber incident. Huh. Where does that term come from? Really unbelievable how they just lie in plain sight. Uh, our buddy Dan out in Chicago sent me a video. I don't remember what year it was, back in the 70s. Some lady uh, started the Boston Marathon. I guess, you know, took off on the side, got in a car. And then, like, got, got to the finish line in, in record time, wasn't even sweating or anything. It was like a complete joke. And the media fully reported it like she won. The whole scene is really unbelievable. Clearly fake. I mean, not sweating, nothing, couldn't answer basic questions. And uh, they hadn't seen her at any of the checkpoints. They're kind of joking about that. I don't know. Stuff gets put out there, people believe it. And you see so much of this. People are so gullible. So, here's what they want you to believe. They want you to believe that in the United Kingdom, the post office system had this problem due to a, quote, cyber incident. Not a hacking. And it really had no bearing on the fact that the uh, airport software here had gotten hacked and caused the, all the planes to be ground. No, no, no. It was a little software issue. Really. What was that software issue? So here we are, you know, barely, uh, not even two weeks into 2023, you got planes down. The news is all lies. The government is really in turmoil now as you got this weird Republican majority, thin line majority, whatever, and it's the fracture in that. Welcome to 2023, I guess. It's not really bothering me. You know, just, it's like the economy. It's funny to me watching this. Like, really, the economy, uh, although I do have some concerns, it's been based on my, my own observation. I don't know if we're headed for a recession. I don't know that... A recession necessarily really has any bearing on me. And as I look at our own finances, I'm like, we're good. I mean, the way we're structured and set up here, and I'm no financial mastermind, and we're not independently wealthy, but, um, you know, I've been around for a few years. I've been in business for a little bit, and uh, you see the trends. And I think we we predicted this. We adjusted accordingly. Uh, I remember I was buying gold. But he went, oh, stop buying gold, waste of money. Hmm, okay. I didn't say I bought a lot. I said I bought some. I think everybody within means should have some gold personally. I don't know. I just think it's a good idea. Don't let all that gold sit in the hands of one. We should all have a little bit on hand, right? That's the value, the land, the gold. So uh, what's a couple other things going on? 2023, the year of craziness. You knew it was going to be that. Trump slams the FBI over collusion 
what's which was this story about? Colluding with big tech. I should have had this up. Trump slams FBI over collusion with big tech. Oh, as revealed with the Twitter file. So Trump is saying, you know, you see what uh, you see what was happening now. Well, uh, I think some of this might have been going on while he was in office as well, which I talked about yesterday. And some of his people, some of those same people, the ties, the Pfizer, it really all needs to be looked at very carefully. I'm going to start beating my fist on the table again. We don't need to go back through it. Uh, I don't know if you heard about these attacks on these pro-life pregnancy centers. So I've seen firsthand uh, local political attacks from the inside where you had efforts by elected officials to persuade these zoning departments to send threatening letters to uh, organizations of faith. Now, just to be clear, whenever I heard this discussed, they said, well, we're going to send these notices out to... Um, all uh, uh, you know, uh, houses of, of worship or you know faith-based organizations, all of them. But here's the thing: I think we have maybe three uh, Jewish. What do you say? Temples, you know, areas of worship, that daycares there. The rest are all churches, <laughs> you know. So it's it's really, you know, there's no uh, mosques that I'm aware of. Maybe there is somewhere. I don't think so. You know, there's no uh, any other kind of worship areas. It's really an attack on Christians, and I've seen that firsthand, where they're going to threaten to take away their business licenses, they harass the landlords. I've seen it all go on. So I don't know if you heard about these attacks on these pro-life pregnancy centers. These are pregnancy centers, usually Christian-based, that try to help uh, young mothers through the process and, and things like that and encourage them to keep their babies. Well, they've been getting vandalized and attacked since this Roe v. Wade decision. I think it's been going on longer than that, but that certainly ramped it up. The FBI won't even investigate it. Why is that? Probably because they're the ones behind it, if I had to guess. They clearly know who is. They absolutely know who is, I guarantee you. But they sit back and they do nothing, which is a form of harassment in itself, is it not? Fairness under the law in every direction? But meanwhile, you have people that were praying on the, on the doorstep of an abortion clinic, and they're getting arrested, picked up in their homes. I've told you the stories about it. So the pro-life uh, pregnancy centers now hired a private investigator to look into the matter. Good luck. Good luck when the, when the police won't release any records, when they won't answer any questions, when they won't help you, when they block everything you do. You watch. You watch. And you tell me that uh, Satan is not among us, huh? Tell me it's not spiritual. Why this hatred towards simply having a baby? And and we don't even defend it. Our government doesn't even defend it. Most people don't even care. If we really cared, you'd, you'd see uh, veterans lined up to guard these things. Why don't we get a movement going to do that? I stand with Ukraine. Why don't you go stand with the babies in this country? Why don't we start there? Seriously. You know, it, 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 tell me how I'm wrong in that. How is it not compassionate to care about young families of any kind? to support any young mother, any young family. If, if we're going to support violence and destruction in Ukraine, we, we can't uh, at least support the replacement births here? No, they don't want that. I can tell you that. They don't want replacement births. Uh, in case you were looking for something to do this weekend, I have some good news for you. If you're in the Detroit area, the uh, Detroit area city, I don't know what Detroit area Residents of a Detroit area community with a large Muslim population. Oh, the Hamtrak 
Hamtrank City Council approved uh, an animal sacrifice. Oh, population uh, can sacrifice animals at home for religious reasons. Hmm. Voted to continue a ban on animal slaughter, but reversed course at least for religious reasons after legal advice and objections from people who follow the Islamic faith. If somebody wants to do it, they have a right to do their practice. I have mixed feelings on it, to be honest with you. It's a little weird. What are you gonna? This is what happens when you uh, integrate, you know, Muslims into a Christian, Judeo-Christian population. I said population, not country. People must say that we're Judeo-Christian country. No, we're not. No, we're not. It's not even a remotely a true statement. I don't recall that Israel or any Jews had anything to do with the liberation of this country. It could be wrong. I'm not going to say there's not one. And we're not Israel. I don't know. This whole smothering love affair, you have to forgive me. Well, it's the Bible. Okay. Show me where in the Bible where it says that the United States is obligated to defend and, and bow a knee to Israel. Show me where it says that. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'm sure I'm going to get a response to that one. I don't want to get into it. I'm not anti-Semitic. Um, you know, whatever. I just, I don't bow a knee to anybody. And I'm not sure why we, we, we you know, uh, kiss Israel's butt. They do nothing for us. They're behind this Pegasus software, which has probably created more problems than we'll ever hear of. What else? We never say thank you. We never get any appreciation. Everything that Trump did, they did nothing to help him. I don't know. You tell me. What, what is our obligation there? I'm, I've lost sight of that, really. I'm not sure why that, that continues like that. Well, we have to defend them against the Muslims. I don't know what to say. I don't believe that's our responsibility. Uh, basketball player, where was the set? I think I want to say it was in New York. Anyway, doesn't matter. Collapsed on the basketball court. Not COVID. <laughs> Not the vaccine, I mean. Not the vaccine. He didn't actually have any heart issue. I actually went home on the on the sports bus there. So, you know, I don't know if it was a heart attack or not, but it was no near-death experience. And uh, no further report on that. But, of course, anytime, you know, somebody trips now, it's like, vaccine! <laughs> now it's going the other way. I, I don't really know what to believe. There's a lot of smoke there. there seems to be uh, a lot of issues. I do know somebody, his wife, developed a heart issue shortly after taking the vaccine. Young female. Who am I to say? A federal appeals court ruled that Florida can require that uh, bathrooms be limited to the biological gender. They think that this is going to have, um, you know, wide-sweeping impact on, you know, trans rights. It, this is all so fascinating to me. It's all fabricated. When was the last time? Now, I know you've heard media reports about it. I'm asking you firsthand. You I, put it this way: I've only ever seen in my life maybe two or three trans people that I know of. I don't even know the other ones. I'll, I put it out that way: you, you go in the bathroom, they're not even making eye contact with anybody. It's not like I'm checking out their their midsection. Hey, whoa, you! You're swinging a little light. Pull over there. <laughs> That's not going to create any problems. I don't know. You go in the women's bathroom and the guy's standing there. <laughs> then you know, right? <laughs> But, you know, wouldn't you think that uh, he or she would be at least respectful enough to sit down? <laughs> There's no urinal, right? I don't know. What happens that it gets exposed? Do the women know? 
I really don't know. It's really uh, unsafe for females, though. And anyway, it's unbelievable the problems that we're creating with this nonsense. Over what? My, my, <clears throat> what I was going to say is, name one time that you or somebody that you know closely or within your circle somehow, at least like within one arm's length, has even had any kind of a, 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 a run-in with a transgender person or, or anything like that, let alone a bathroom issue. We hear about these stories in the schools. I've never known anybody affected by this. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. i got to believe it does. The girls, they're the ones that are punished. Awful. How would I respond to it? Well, here's one for you. It goes a, a whole step further. The Army has determined that their soldiers, I don't know what other you know branches this will be, but in the Army, yeah, if you're a male who says you identify as a female, you go in the female barracks with the females. <laughs> oh, boy. What could go wrong? Would you let your daughter join the Army under that context? Hell no. I can't imagine why they're having trouble recruiting people. Well, sir, we're happy to have your daughter enlist in the Army. Small chance she may be uh, rooming with a female that actually has uh, male parts. Would that bother you? No, they're not going to warn you. They're not going to tell you. And then it goes the other way. What, you're going to have some female in with the men? And you got a fighter with, you know, pugil sticks or you know, whatever? Come on. It's unbelievable. It really is. How about this uh, whole situation in Brazil? Can you believe that? It was being talked about a lot on Gab. It was the only place putting it out. They saw it coming. They predicted it. They said, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. And it was completely right. It wasn't being reported in the media, but that was brewing for a while. And then it boiled over. So then, they, you know, there's a strong language to punish and this and that. They arrested like a 1,000 people. <clears throat> and then my understanding is that they let them go. We'll see what happens with all that. It's really difficult to get any kind of accurate information. I'm not sure that it's over. I'm not sure that the unrest is over. These are election deniers that are doing these things. <laughs> Well, maybe if the uh, CIA wouldn't be meddling in these elections, you wouldn't have election deniers. Anybody ever think of that? Here's a report says that conservatives wage a secret plan to put the liberal pontiff under so much stress he'll step down. Well, good God, at least somebody's trying to do something. I don't know. Pope Francis is corrupt. He might just be the spawn of Satan himself. Oh, I'm going to go straight to hell for that, won't I? It's fine. I think I, there might already be a place set for me there. I'll be ready. Don't you worry. I've got the full armor of God. I can take anything. Ow. <laughs> Mostly anything. Uh, did you hear about this George Santos guy? He's the way that lied his way into office. I'm sure you've heard the reports. He ran as a Republican out like Montauk, I don't know, Long Island, New York. Yeah, you know, we know a little bit about Long Island. I had some friends out there. And my wife has some family out there. And interesting land, man, people, let me tell you. Anyway, this guy runs out there. He completely lies. He said he was Jewish. He's not lied about everything. People, Nobody checked it. And uh, he gets selected. Now they want him to step down. He won't do it. Well, no problem. Then they have other tools to, uh, you know, get the effective response that they want. Uh, so they're accusing him of campaign finance violations and a complaint to the uh, Federal Election Commission. To which I say good luck. Everybody gets accused of campaign violations. Everybody's probably in violation in some way. Try getting the rules. I served as a campaign treasurer. I know a little bit about it. It wasn't a federal uh, you know, campaign, state, but it's like clear as mud. 
on purpose, I think. Things confusing, not clear. All manufactured system by lawyers in the political system. Lawyers get upset when I say that. I don't really care. They're the ones that are doing. They create these complicated rules that nobody can possibly understand. The ensuing chaos just builds them fortunes. It's unbelievable. That's politics for you. I'm not going to keep going into it. I don't think the guy should step down at all. I'm laughing. Who knows anything about the guy, really? I don't blame him one bit. I'd go run as a Democrat. I could told you I could talk the line. Give me, give me a couple of months to brush up a little bit. I could talk all the easily, easily. Oh, I could be the. I should just do it. I should just go, you know, pocket a couple million like uh, Stacey. I mean, if Stacey Abrams could do it, I could do it. If, if uh, you know, Neanderthal, you know, Clyde Hunchback made it to the Senate in Pennsylvania, who knows how far I could go. We'll see. The open commissioner seat here in our county, and I got a phone call. As soon as it was announced, bling, are you interested? No. We already went down this path. I wouldn't do it in a million years. I'm sorry everyone brought it up. Or no, I'm not. I'm glad I looked into it. Um, I, at the time that I decided I wouldn't do it, I thought maybe I'd do it at a later time in my life, and I would say to you right now, it ain't my thing. It's just not, I, you know. I, I, I can't do it. I, I can't handle it emotionally. I, I'm, it's not me. It's just not. I'm an outdoors, chopping firewood, digging holes, eating rare meat kind of guy, you know. Picking my nose, you know, <laughs> dirty. That's me, you know. I don't really like suits. Not that I can't wear a suit. I can not that I don't like speaking to people. Sometimes I do. But the hobnobbing and the... <laughs> and then you, you have to make a deal with the devil. I don't care what you do because uh, you, just like you saw with the Republican, you know, McCarthy's having to make these deals that he never otherwise would have made. He got bent over. Donald Trump talked about it in the art of the deal. And sometimes the best deal you ever make is the one you walk away from. I can tell you firsthand that. I made, I made a bad real estate deal. And it cost us dearly set us back wildly and you learn and I got kind of pressured into doing the deal by the way and I got a little sloppy it wasn't just me I'm a business partner but anyway I don't I just can't get involved in making dumb deals doing stuff that doesn't make any sense because we have to get something done yeah I don't agree with that at all why would you do something that doesn't make any sense just for the sake of what staying busy I'll be alright thanks I got other things to do and that's kind of my point Anyway, that's the political landscape. Let me tell you what you can expect for the rest of the year. Uh, more chaos. Listen, let also, one thing I almost missed here. Let this uh, airline shutdown be a shot over the bow to you. I keep talking about it. Power outages, whether they're roaming blackouts or ongoing outages. Well, why have a generator? Yeah, well, you better think ahead. One is none, two is one, and three is two. In other words, always have a backup to the backup. Speaking of which, I'm trying to get uh, Butch Erskine from Hope for Survival on here. And uh, I just need to nail down a, a date and a time with him. Hopefully we'll have that coming to you soon. And it's one of the topics that I really want to discuss with him. What, you know, what should people be doing? Go check it out, hopeforsurvival.com. If you don't have the book already, really make you think. It did me and really led me down a path that I'm really grateful for. I'm going to be back on Sunday, not tomorrow, not that anybody really cares. A schedule that works out well and works out better for me with some things that I have going on. And I just wanted to let you know that you'd be missing a day there. 
Let me leave you with a little update on what's been going on here. I like to share a little bit about what I've been doing personally to maybe motivate and encourage you uh, to look for ways that you can make improvements in your life. Uh, and basically, I've started this year with a, a basic fundamental that I really believe in, which is uh, really getting your uh, nutritional and, um, yeah, nutritional, I guess you would say, grounding. You know, getting back to, to basics, healthy-wise, health-wise. And it's a process of detoxifying, nutrifying, hydrating, resting, stretching, moving, getting fresh air. It's really that simple. Really nothing complicated. What does that look like? Getting a good seven, eight hours of sleep, something like a green smoothie for breakfast. Some people don't like an omelet with spinach. It's fine. You don't have to do that every day, but it's good to hit it quite a bit. A reasonable supplement of your basic building box. I'm not a dietitian. I don't recommend stuff. Figure it out on your own like I did. Or go talk to your doctor. I don't know. I go to puritanspride.com. They get pretty good deals on vitamins and, and supplements. I take a probiotic, D, multivitamin, a couple other little things, magnesium. Especially when you really change your diet, I think the magnesium is good. I find a little shift in your bowel movements, helpful to magnesium. Helps with cramping and whatnot, from what I'm told. I'm told. So, uh, like green smoothie, eggs, a little bacon for breakfast. A little fat is good. I didn't say anything about pancakes, toast, negative. Green smoothie, spinach and banana, eggs, a little bacon, a couple chicken thighs for lunch, maybe a chicken breast and broccoli for dinner or broccoli with lunch, something like that. Done. Walk 30 minutes. Boom. You know, it's funny. uh, I use a little app to keep track of my walks, and it's funny watching the times change. Like, uh, you know, back in November, I, I haven't stopped. I mean, it's, it was real. I was like, man, I'm getting some really crazy results. I'll give you an update, you know, next week after Monday's weigh-in. But um, really getting some incredible results this time. And I've just gotten better and better at this process, knowing my body, what my body responds to. And you can really uh, develop results very quickly. Don't let people fool you. Either way, you got to stick to it, stay at it. But it depends on where you're starting at. You know, I threw on a good 30, 35 pounds, but like I said, I wasn't as out of shape as I thought. It's not like I had been, uh, you know, laying on a sofa for six months or something like that or laid up with a broken leg. No, I was continuing to hump and move firewood and, you know, do heavy work. I was just overeating. It was really what – and eating crap. And um, anyway, it's 10 days in and it's just remarkable. But I, I look back at the app at the log. And it's funny how back in November with the 30 – you know, back down on the 35, maybe 25 before Christmas – Carrying that extra 25 pounds. It's interesting looking at my times. And I look at how quickly I'm walking now, and it's really an amazing difference in my attitude and my skin tone. And everything just feels a little different. I got a thought for you, and maybe this is you. Uh, you know, what, what did Ronald Reagan say about the Marines? He said that some people that go their whole lives wondering if they've ever made a difference or something like that. The Marines don't have that problem. Something to that effect, right? And, you know, it's one of the reasons why I really have no regrets. You know, he's like, I don't know if I would do that again, but uh, I don't have regrets that I did it. And, you know, the Marine Corps being one of them. I never really did regret doing it, I don't think. Maybe at some point, but I don't think so. But, you know, most people, you know, you're not going to go back and join the Marine Corps now. and You might not even be interested anyway, but it's hit me before with that same thought, kind of with the Marine Corps, like doing a pull-up. How many people have never done a pull-up in their life? You know, that wasn't an option for us. We had to do them. 
uh, and I would I think I would do them anyway. I, I do them now. I do dead hangs now since my concussion. But um, you know, I was doing ten pull ups, whatever, uh, uh, two and a half years ago. Man, I just realized that when I said that it's been two and a half years since the concussion. <whistles> Did you know that I still have really bad tinnitus from that? Wow, that's crazy, huh? I don't think it's going away. But anyway, I thought to myself, how many people have never done a pull? How many people have never done a push up? How many people have never done a, a three mile run? let alone all three. But I thought to myself, how many people have never detoxified their body? And you might be one of not into fad diets. All right. You know, you got to look into fasting. That's another thing I'm doing is intermittent fasting. It's part of dialing this in. I eat with, with all that food that I mentioned, about 1,000 calories a day right now, which is way too low, by the way. Actually, I'm, I'm in trouble eating more. And I know what's happened to me metabolically, and I'm not recommending that. That's low. I'm 10 days in with 1,000 calories average a day. Uh, it's super, super low. I actually would like to get it up. I will. I will. Uh, but I just kind of go with how I feel, and I feel great. Uh, there's times with that I felt maybe my blood sugar was a little lower or something like that, but not really. My, I found, you know, after a week, I was like, my energy is just really popping back. And trust me, I could go off my body fat stores for at least a day or two. I'll be okay. Anyway, what I, the reason that I bring it up is not to preach to you uh, or convince you, but to encourage you to think about ways that you can improve yourself, make your life better, make your life uh, more enjoyable. And when you're moving better and you feel better, it has to be the case. You know, you can say, well, you should start with your spiritual grounding. You should start with your emotional health. You can do whatever you want. I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not preaching. I just don't know how you do any of those other things. If you're, if you're hurting and sick and have no energy, how you can really feel good. That I believe that you have to start with that basic physiological state. And maybe that was part of the, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, you get the idea. And maybe that was part of the fasting that was so pushed in the Bible. And I highly recommend it. You don't have to fast for 40 days, for God's sake. You could fast for 20 hours. That would be a really good place to start. But give it a little thought. It might be the best thing you've ever done for your health. Hey, uh, God willing, I hope to be back on Sunday, I guess it will say, a couple days from now. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day this weekend. Try to do something to invest in yourself. God willing, I'll see you back in a couple of days.